Dear brothers and sisters, today I would like us to reflect on the letter of St. Paul to the Philippians chapter 4 from verse 4 to verse 7. The first point that I want to raise into our attention is the word that Paul uses, rejoice in the Lord always. Jubilante. You have a reason to be excited. We have a reason to celebrate. So the first thing that God invites us and Paul asks us to look into is to become men and women of great joy. People who are full of life. People who celebrate. In the words of Nelson Mandela, happiness is not the absence of problems, but the ability to juggle in life through problems, but still be happy. Still to show that happy face. To go out into the world and in the words of the greatest uh, American president, it's not what your country can do for you. It's what you can do for your country. Similar words. It's not what life can do for us. It's what we can do while we are living our lives. Am I a happy person? Are we happy? That's what we ought to be. To live a life knowing that we are the people of the resurrection. We are the people of the new dawn. We are the people of Easter. We are the people of new life. We are the people of new beginnings. And the beautiful words of Julian of Norwich, this too shall pass. So whatever you are going through, whatever we are going through, there is one great principle this too shall pass. And I want us to go back and to reflect at the back of our minds with the author to Ecclesiastes chapter 3. Everything has its seasons. A season to gather, a season to scatter, a season to bring, a season to give. There are four seasons in the year. Spring, summer, autumn, winter. I may be going through a winter where it is cold, where it is icy, where it snows, where I don't want to go out and gather with others. But no matter how bad the winter is, always live in hope that spring and summer is around the corner. I may be living in the worst, greatest summer. And I may be hating the heat. I may be hating humidity. But always remember that autumn and winter is around the corner. So whatever you and I are going through, it is only a temporary measure. Do not allow a temporary measure to redefine your life and still the joys that the Lord has planted in our hearts. First point, rejoice always. The second point, which is quite important for me 
that the author wants us to talk about. Let all people know your forbearance. Forbearance, the other translation will say patience. The other translation will say fortitude or courage. To thank God in the valley. The God in the mountains is still the same God in the valley. The God that I praise when everything is going well is still the same God that I praise when nothing makes sense. The God who loved you into existence is still the same God who sustains you in your own life. Each and every experience has the ability to teach me how to do things differently. The scars in our lives are not a sign that we have failed, but are a sign that whatever tried to attack us did not have the last laughter. And so you go back into your own life. You go back into your own experiences. And the only thing we can say, Lord, I am grateful for all that you have done, for all that you are doing in my life. My dear brothers and sisters, look around. Look at the people next to us. And I dare argue that the person next to you is an emotion, is a pool of great, great experiences. People don't really know, neither do they fully understand what you've had to do in order to be the person you are today. And if they even lived a day in your shoes and walked a mile or two, would they have survived? I don't know. But the mere fact that you are still standing, despite everything you've gone through, despite things that have been said to you, Despite the doors that have been shut, despite the failures, the weaknesses, the triumphs, you still are standing. You are men and women of courage. Why? Because like St. Paul, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. A better translation for me will be, I can do all things through Christ who is my strength. It is not I who stands, but it is Christ who stands with me. The third principle for me, the Lord is at hand. Emmanuel, God is with us. The Gospel of John chapter 1 verse 14, the word became flesh. And dwelt among us. And pitched his tent in our midst. 
My dear brothers and sisters, the truth of the matter is we are never alone. God is with you. God is with us. God understands. God loves. God sustains. And God leads us to something greater. Will there come moments of loneliness? Yes. Will there come moments where I feel like a failure? Yes. Will there come moments when I don't see the light at the end of the tunnel? Yes. But it doesn't mean God has abandoned us. He remains with us in our pains, in our struggles, in our sufferings. The other point that speaks to me, have no anxiety. Do not be afraid. One of the last words that is John Paul said to the people of Rome, particularly to the young people, you know that John Paul in his last days, he couldn't really speak much. And you know that he spent most of his days in his room, lying in his bed. He had a privilege of peeping through the window and he saw the St. Peter's Square full of young people and he says, I've spent the rest of my life going out of Rome and I've made the world my parish. And he says at the last stage, the whole world have come to be with me in my last stage. That's the most profound words. That he died as he's lived his life. He once said to the young people in one of his famous youth days, young people, as he says to us today, there's no need to be afraid. Do not be afraid of opening your hearts to God, for God has nothing to take from you. He only wants to fill your hearts with his joys. Do not be afraid. What will become of us tomorrow? I don't know. Where will I be sent? I don't know. What will I do? I don't know. I do not know what tomorrow brings, but I know that Jesus is the Lord of tomorrow. So there's no need to be afraid of the future because the God of today is still the God of tomorrow. So have no anxiety. Do not rob yourself of the present moment. Like the Americans, we came, we saw, we conquered. Live today as if there is no tomorrow. Mother Teresa once said, O priest of Christ, celebrate this Mass as if it was your first and your last and your only mess. And I wish we can do the same. Let us live this day as if it was our first, our last, and our only day. Love. Tell those whom you love, you love them. Apologize if you have to. Appreciate if you have to. Love. Celebrate. It is all a gift from God.
The other point which I want to conclude with in everything by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving. Three important words. Without prayer, we are lost. We have no foundation, no connection. It's like someone who has a cell phone. But without the network, the phone is as good as dead. It may be the most expensive iPhone, but if you have no network, there's nothing you can do with that. And that's what prayer does. It connects us, not only with God, but also with ourselves. Have a relationship with him. In supplication, he's the only one who knows us more than we know ourselves. But above all, I thank my God each time I think of you. And when I pray for you, I pray with God. And I pray with joy. In everything, let us be grateful. May the Virgin Mother of God continue to be with us, to protect, to bless, and to guide us. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.